I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to the latest edition of 100, the Ed Gordon Podcast. Today, singer-songwriter Anthony Hamilton, starting with Coming From Where I'm From, the album that launched his stardom, to his latest album, Love Is The New Black, that drops today. Hamilton has been the keeper of soul. One thing that I saw, love is the new black. I know where I'm going, you know where it's at. This sound has always been current, yet dripping with a throwback sound. From the beginning, the comparisons to Bill Withers and Bobby Womack, among others, were tall orders that the North Carolina native lived up to. Now, after Grammys and platinum and gold albums, others are being compared to Anthony Hamilton. Hey, man, good to see you. Listen, you know what's exciting for me, man? (laughs) You and I have been talking about this project for a long, long time. I remember you telling me you were going into the studio to start it. And then, of course, the pandemic and all of that happened. And um, Mm -hmm. 
Give me a sense of what that has done for you, the the anticipation of of giving this to folks. You know, there's a, there's an excitement that comes along with it, man. And, you know, to have such a strong project, it's even more liberating uh, than having, you know, the features I have on it. It's more of a celebration. We made it through such a, you know, terrible two years and to uh, to come out with something so powerful for people. I think it's a it's a win for everybody. Yeah. Before we got started, I was telling you that there's a lot of buzz around this. And you said, yeah, man, this is, I think, one of my best. You're excited about this in a way that I mean, I know you're always excited about a new project, but some things, you know, are special. Absolutely. This one is definitely special. Love is the new black, the title, the, the, the features, the producers, everything. It was aligned perfectly. So. You know, it, it made it, uh, it's like a, a seamless, uh, yeah, body of work, man. And I can't wait for you guys to get it tomorrow. A lot of people are asking you about the title. And, and those of us who live in Black America understand the title immediately in terms of where we are right now. You know, yeah. there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of, but there is a sense of us trying to find that love, that sense of who we are. Yeah, you know, I wanted it to to, to scream Black love and, and, and celebrate us. In a, in a way that that you know we're so deserving of. We're amazing. We're elegant. We're, we're classy. We're classic. We're all those things that are that are powerful and beautiful. And I wanted this album to symbolize that. So I was like, black love, black love, something, something black, black. And my best friend uh, of thirty years, who's actually the A and R and co writer, um, he said, "What if you say love is the new black?" I said, man, that's absolutely exactly what I wanted to say. And I wanted to say, you know, through the title, make love priority, like your black jacket, your black hat, your black car, everything that, you know, you put on this black outfit, you dress it up and, and you, it's the first thing you pick. I want you to choose love uh, and make it priority the first thing in the morning. You know how impactful music can be in people's lives. Is is that what you're trying to do beyond just the title, the idea of, I, I think of people like obviously Marvin yeah. Gaye, that's an easy one, but, but Donnie Hathaway and others who really spoke to us and, and gave us a, I think a sense of who we were that we took out into the world. It wasn't just listening to the music, but we took that feeling out into the world is, is, am I putting too much on this? <laughs> Absolutely not. I want, I want you to feel, you know, a sense of pride, a sense of, belonging and a sense of uh, empowerment after listening to this music and feeling what all it brings to you. I want you to feel that. And I want you to keep it and own it. Uh, it's your right. And uh, yeah, music has a way to, of doing that and, and seeping through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, it's a beautiful thing when you feel it, when you allow yourself to feel it, it's even more powerful. How, how much did you, I, t- I talked to Kim the other day and he was talking mm-hmm. about how the last couple of years influenced him to write some things that before this, he hadn't really put social commentary into his music or anything like that. How much did the last couple of years influence what ultimately hit this album? You know what, to be honest with you, it was even a a lot more uh, songs, you know, directly about the racial injustice and and things that were happening and, uh, and the divide of the country um, in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I, I kind of, kind of moved away from it once things started to to lighten up a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was some powerful songs. I had one with Stephanie Mills on it. Um, 
that was really powerful. And I was actually going to get Erica Badu to be on it as well. But I started going away from it. But it mm-hmm. did impact me. I was angry. I was uh, afraid. I was uh, frustrated. And, you know, being a father of six black males, you know, I had every right to, to, to feel that way. Hamilton teams up with some big names on this project. Rick Ross, Lil Jon, and Jennifer Hudson. Those two put their twist on Luther Vandross's version of the pop classic, Superstar. Any angst in taking on a classic Luther song? Absolutely. Uh, when approaching <laughs> this song, I always loved it, but, you know, he, he did it so well. I mean, he, it, it became his song. Uh, whoever did it first, I'm sorry, but it became Luther Vandross. And to, to even approach that, um, you have to be crazy or really that in love. And uh, I wanted to do it in a way that, that wasn't competitive. I wanted to make it just as beautiful and make it feel just as, as amazing as he did. And to pair it off with, with Jennifer Hudson was just a plus for me, you know, with her elegant voice and her ability to, to maneuver with notes and, and feeling that, that most singers can't really tap into. Yeah, I heard you talk about the idea of, of you know, teaming with her and the outcome, because I've talked to a lot of people who said they took on songs that had been well-known by others. I won't yeah. say who, but I talked to a young lady. Yeah. She said she did something. She said, after I heard it, I was like, uh-uh, I can't, I can't <laughs> put this out. So when you take yeah. that on and you listen, you've got to be happy with the yeah. end result. I'm extremely happy with it, man. And, and, and the reaction, I've played it in some, you know, listening parties. And it's a standing ovation or play that one again once we get through the album. And people are really, uh, yeah, really excited about that song. Another teaming was with producer Jermaine Dupree. Dupree and Hamilton have a long history. It was Dupree who signed Hamilton to his so-so deaf label, and released Anthony's breakout album, Where I'm Coming From, back in 2003. I wondered what it was like to join forces with the producer again. Jermaine saw me in, in the rawest form um, and, and saw my talent for what it really was and didn't, didn't battle with uh, what people said it should be. Uh, L.A. Reid, he was actually going through the Arista system, and L.A. Reid wanted me to, you know, probably polish up and get a haircut and put on a suit. <laughs> Diddy said, no, this is what we package enough. This is what America wants to hear. This is what our people want to hear. They want to hear that trucker hat. They want to hear that trucker hat sing and that scruffy beard. And uh, to get in with him, knowing that he understands from the gate, oh, there was no hindrance in, in creating. And there was no, okay, well, I got to work through this so I can really hear what it is I really want to say. He went directly to it musically and uh, him and Emmanuel Seal, they nailed it. I, I got four bangers on here from Jermaine Dupree and it was time for us to, to really get in and mm-hmm. we're not finished. I literally remember getting that first CD sent to me. Yeah. And, and when I put it in the CD, I said, damn, who is, who is this right here? Because yeah. I've said this to you a million times. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Bill Withers. You. you know, that's the music that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. And when I heard it, it was, and this is what I think has been unique about your approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 it drips of throwback, yet it's current. Yeah. And that's special because you have some people who 
do throwback music, but it feels sometimes a little dated. Yeah. But you've been able to keep that throwback sound, that that soul sound that I always use Aretha as the example. When you put an Aretha Franklin song on, you feel it. You don't just sit there and listen to the music. Oh, yeah. You feel it. And it's the same with you. How, how were you able to, and maybe it's just natural, I don't know, but is it conscious to keep that balance of old and new? You know, I, I think being true to who I am, uh, I'm a hip hop baby, you know, 70s mm-hmm. rap with mm-hmm. starting Sugar Hill Gang all the way up to, you know, uh, Kendra Lamar or, or in any of the rappers today. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm married to that beat. And so to have that present in my music sometimes, it gives it more of a, a youthful and, and, and uh, you know, newness to what soul music typically would sound like in terms of uh, the drum patterns and all. But yeah, just, just being honest in it and, and allowing myself to, to make sure that the bass line and the beat has to feel a certain, it has to be funky, sexy, or right down hard wrenching. And, uh, you know, with that snap on that snare, <laughs> you know, you can't help but to, reminisce about hip hop. What is it for you um, when you think about now having the, the, the amount of work you have, right? Yeah. Uh, because there are people I can think of just off the top of my head, five or six people who came out around the same time you did. Yeah. Had a couple of strong albums. Yeah. And then you don't hear from them anymore. What's it like for you now to be a veteran? I mean, I think about when I used to be now with all this great, but I used to be the young dude on the block, right? Yeah. And you find ways to sustain yourself, reinvent yourself and stay in the game. What's that been like for you when so many fall by the wayside? I think, I think the, the, the amount of love I have for the, the music and, and my craft and, what it does for people, I think it keeps me um, really in it in, in, a, in a different way. It's not about like the fame. It's not about the, the, the money or the, the accolades and all the things that come with it. I think sometimes people don't have that and it starts mm-hmm. to teeter off. As a new generation comes, they, you know, they feel like it's, it's not working. But for me, it's working and uh, being consistent and making sure you have a consistent product for people that they can depend on keeps me relevant. But then when the younger generation, like I'm on the new Drake out uh, song called Remorse, where they use my voice th- throughout the whole song. Mm-hmm. Uh, just did one with Domani, who's T.I.'s son. And so all these rappers um, that I've worked with, you know, they keep me in that, in that uh, genre of music and keep my name bubbling. And then I go over to gospel with uh, Travis Green. And so it keeps me, interesting to a lot of people in, in more than one way. So I get those looks um, outside of just R&B music. How important is it for you in knowing that you are able to cross not only genres and generations, though, but you've always been good about making sure that you gave a nod to those who came before you. I, I think about some people will miss this and some won't get it because they're just not old enough, but you made a fool yeah. of me. You you give a little nod to Lenny Williams. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. when I first heard it, I peeped that immediately, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Give me a sense about why that's important for you to give nods to those who came before. Because they did it so well, man. And how would I, how would I even have 
what I have had not, you know, studied and listened and been influenced by some of these great singers who didn't get the the respect that I think they deserve. Mm-hmm. And Lenny is one of them. And uh, nobody can oh, oh, oh like Lenny. <laughs> you know, I tried my best, but it ain't, uh-huh. it ain't all the way Lenny. But it's Anthony <laughs> respects to Lenny. And it's How- just so important, man, to show them that uh, I really appreciate them while they're still here. And yeah, uh, yeah celebrate them, man, because, yeah. you know, they really, really showed me how to get down with it. When we return the business of music and the other businesses Anthony is getting involved with, plus a look at how he sees fatherhood. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Anthony Hamilton's sound has always been true to soul music, gruff and gritty. Think Bill Withers. Bobby Womack, Otis Redding, the kind of sound that some were concerned was being lost. But Hamilton's sound and the popularity of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack's collaboration on Leave the Door Open, a nod to the smooth sound of 70s R&B, may signal a resurgence of the sound that is a great part of music history. How much do you believe that that's a trend right now, or what I hope is that the acknowledgement that this is us and we need to keep it alive. You know, I think um, Bruno Mars has been been really, really uh, smart about how he does soul music. He mm-hmm. makes it feel so new and so pop and so big um, that people sometimes question it. And I, and I like what he's doing. I think if he if he stays there, it'll open the door. Mm-hmm. For, for other artists to to either teeter in that sound again, and, mm-hmm. and the, the more we do it, the stronger it'll, it'll build that community and that and that genre of music up. And here I come, I'm gonna give you the the heavy the heavy mm-hmm. of it. And uh, you know, with all of it, we'll have a good movement. And uh, I think radio will have a, a substantial amount of good music to play. You know, and some of the the new stuff, it's cool. I like it. I like a lot of it. But, you know, it, it doesn't give you something to really think about once it's off. Where, where do you fall in the debate about black music? Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, old heads want, as, as everybody does, their generation yeah. represented. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about old athletes. You know, yeah. you listen to Barkley and them and they want it played the way they played it back in the day yeah, and thinking yeah. that's the only way. And it isn't things, things morph and change. And, you know, you mm-hmm. just got to get to that. You can, you can argue which is better, but that's opinion. Uh, yeah. But, but how much, what, what do you see as, as where we sit today musically? You know, it, it, there's not a lot of real deep um, conversations in the music. There's a few. Who, who still do it well. Uh, I think her does really great mm-hmm. uh, music and lyrical content. Um, Daniel Caesar has, has been able to, to do that as a songwriter. And Jasmine Sullivan definitely knows how to do it. But the younger generation are just pretty, pretty quick. I just want to give you a feeling and an emotion. Get straight to it. There's no courting in the song. It's the, they go straight to bed. It's like I'll pick you up when we go into bed. Uh, <laughs> and you know, and that and that's kind of missing the the buildup and the anticipation right. of getting to the to getting to the good part, I think they they leave it out, and you know, and it you know it's a lot sexual, mm-hmm. and, 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 and instead of it being um, you know romantic, mm-hmm. a little a little bit more romance, I think uh, we we miss that, and uh, they repeat a lot of the same words. <laughs> There's not <laughs> a lot of yeah, but I mean they're doing it well. I, I have yeah, to, a lot yeah. of it I like, a lot of it. And uh, yeah, like you said, everything changes and you got to be able to appreciate it and, and change with it. Let me take you to the music business. I mean, I think of somebody way back in the day, like Ray Charles, who, 
you know, really kind of broke the mold and said, no, 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 I'm, I'm keeping my masters. And, you know, I'm looking yeah. and now the movement is for many people um, to try yeah. to own their masters and to, to, to ha have the more of the business side. Give me a sense of how you're seeing the change in business, whether you like it, because the truth yeah. of the matter is there's some pluses, but there are also some minuses because to have a machine behind a project with the money yeah. that corporations have, you know, really can help at the end of the day. But again, it's the trade-off. Yeah, it is a trade-off. And, you know, I think I've traded off enough uh, being signed to majors since 93. I think the trade-off is definitely, uh, you know, they, they, they got a nice trade-off for many years. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was just time to be in control of, you know, my career and to, uh, to have uh, a bigger say, uh, a bigger stake and, and, you know, and what I've invested so much into over the years and being my own corporation is smart and to own my own material do it now, while I can still enjoy it. Uh, once I decide to sit back, it's, it's a smart move. And not only just for me, but for new talent, I could put out new talent. Mm -hmm. No one can tell me what I hear or what I should be putting out because, you know, now I have every right to, to go with what I feel and uh, to get behind it. And, you know, like you said, there's some trade-offs, like the corporation, they have the big dollars and they have the money to invest in these projects. Uh, so you don't feel the, the direct hit financially. But if you, if you make it happen uh, inexpensively and cost-efficient, then you could see the rewards a little mm -hmm. bit sooner uh, because you don't have that debt to pay off. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that in the, in the, in yeah. the business, you got to pay up what they gave you up front before you see that dime come back to you. Immediately. And, <laughs> and, and, and the percentages are not always mm -hmm. evened out. We talked about a number of other things, including fatherhood, the father of six boys. Like many other fathers of black boys, the last few years have been extremely challenging. Mm -hmm. You and I have talked about fatherhood over many years. Yeah. Um, Give me a sense of what it has been for you these last few years. And it's always been a challenge to mm -hmm. raise boys um, in this in this nation that that gives little for yeah. black men. Uh, but give me a sense of what the last few years has been for you personally in dealing with them and trying to give them lessons. Just making sure that they don't lose. Um I don't, I don't want them to lose their pride, sense of pride of, and, and, and that security that we should feel uh, as a man. Uh, I didn't want that taken from them, stripped from them. So I had to let them know, like, it's going to be people who don't see you like I see you um, and see you like you see yourself. So when you go out here and you're representing yourself, man, do it with such pride and, and, and be consistent with it. I said, but when, when you, you know, you met with ignorance, and evil try not to 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 try not to battle that with ego be smart if you get home say we can we can fix anything else but if you don't get home we don't have a chance of fixing anything but always know who you are and know who the people that came before you represented for you and uh you know we'll get through this thing together just know that i love you man if you need me uh, i'm here um However, we have to get down. I'll be, I'll be there, that father for you. 
Yeah, you know, I, I was doing a panel the other day and you and I did a panel a few months back about mm-hmm. black men and, and, and you know, yeah. how we deal with things. And and really, that's the message that we failed to tell our young men that the, the real mm-hmm. win is getting home alive. Yeah. yeah, that's the real win. You know, we, we can regroup and deal with whatever we need to deal with after that. But too, too often <laughs> we've been in this macho thing about we got to deal with it right then and there. You front yeah. me. Come on, let's deal with this. But that's not the win. The win is getting home. Uh, no, it's, it's strategic, man. You have to, you know, it's like chess or any other um, game that you, mental game that you have to play. Life will, will put you in those situations. And you have to remember your, your, your next move should be your best move and your smartest move. And not to, to let ego and, and pride and, and ignorance promote something that could be avoided at, yeah. at, at any cost. Let's talk about other ventures you're getting into. Acting and movies have always been an interest. You're writing and putting together a movie. Well, movies, man, they 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 have a you have more time to 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 create a a, a bigger picture. I think uh, on that screen, you know, it it hits hard. It hits different. Uh, you can do a video, and and you know, get some things off. But when you have a movie, it's, it it grabs you in a different way. And to be able to write that or to to be in a movie, star one. Or to have a, a you know a supporting part, it says a lot about me as an artist. Like there's something about me um, that I I add to to wherever I'm at, and you know to be able to write a movie and having those ideas. Now I know what people expect and what they want to mm-hmm. feel. So you know it gives you a different creative uh, I don't know desire to 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 do something different and see i was going to ask you that the idea of sometimes we don't want people outside of the box we're introduced them yeah right so a singer needs to stay a singer an actor needs to stay an actor um but what people miss is sometimes if you're a creative Mm -hmm. that's what you are it doesn't mean you're only creating music but you, you, you know your dna is creation of art um is that is that how you see yourself Absolutely. I think uh, I like interior design, uh, like you said, we fashion, hats and all that stuff. It's something that uh, it interests me, but not just as, oh, that's a nice hat, mm-hmm. nice color. But no, what makes this hat special? What is that fabric? Is that beaver? Is it is it whatever it is? Like it's it's saying something to me deeper than just uh, what you may see mm-hmm. and so on. I'm pulled in and I want to recreate that in my own way and have a different version of it. What, what about those who are bothered by the fact that it takes away from people who study a craft? So Anthony Hamilton may get a job to do an interior design because yeah. you're Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. And, and the, the, the dude or the woman who went to school for it is now pushed aside. An actor may feel like, a popular rapper is getting an acting job because of their popularity on IG, not because of their craft. What do you say to those who have that complaint? You know, it's about numbers. It's about having the the avenue that, that brings in the most, um, you know, viewership. It's mm-hmm. a business for most co- corporations and whether it be movies or music or a basketball team, you have a star player people going to come and they're going to buy seats. And, you know, that's where, that's where they put the money. 
Yeah. That's who they put, they attach to the project. Uh, don't worry about it. Team up with them. Find ways to, to work with them. I, I think if there's an interior designer who, who's really great and I get a, my foot in the door, I will reach back and do a collaboration with them just, mm-hmm. to, just to expand that and to just, just out of respect. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong. I, I get it. I think the purists want to be keep it pure. Uh, just like jazz musicians, they don't want don't come around here with no half jazz. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they don't play that, especially the jazz community. They, don't you come here with that? Give me a sense of what you you're doing with the clothing line and the hats, man. Well, the hats, uh, House of Fedora, it's, it's a hat line that uh, you know, just getting with the right um, hat maker. Um, I was starting off with a, a company out in San Diego who didn't didn't see my work. So I pulled back and revamped. And uh, so now I'm going to collaborate with uh, Francis Gray, who's an incredible hat maker, young lady. And there's another young lady by the name of uh, Marquia Haran. Uh, we're going to do a limited edition of some really high-end hats. And after that, I'll just spin off and do my own. But right now I'm working with Nicole King on uh, this Big Bones line. So it's the Big Bones. It's a song. An album, so I wanted to full figured, sexy full figured uh, clothing and and apparel for women who who, who walk it different and uh, <laughs> but to, but make it sexy and high you know pretty high end at a reasonable cost. Let me get to one thing that's a, that's a little silly, admittedly, yeah. but I'm I'm interested in in how you see it because I don't want to I I guard myself in not being the old dude to get off my lawn right. Because yeah. now that I've I've become an elder, in quotes, I'm careful when I talk to somebody younger about what I was used to and, and what's mm-hmm. different. But I'm yeah. wondering how you, let, let's take uh, this whole thing with Versus and, and, and Diddy and Jermaine. And, and, you know, part of that is show and it's build up. So if the Versus comes, it yeah. hits. Um, but I do know that there is a whole generation that is that is in this comparison thing and building list and who's better and 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 it's it's visceral for them right i yeah. mean we always had our favorites growing up you might like this group instead of that group but you didn't spend yeah. three days arguing about you know who's better in your top 10 and all this yeah. uh you could appreciate it all for the music of it do, do you how, how do you see that you know i think it, on one side it's this friendly competition mm-hmm. i think it's you know it's a way to showcase, you know, your catalog and to, to allow people who may not, may not know your whole history of, of music and all you, you've done and accomplished. Uh, there's a way for them to see that and to, uh, to showcase that. But then sometimes I think you can get a little rude and, you know, it brings out uh, <laughs> personality traits that, that are not that, uh, that are not, that, not the best thing. And uh, people say some things that, you know, can rub you wrong and then it can become personal. But uh, as long as it's friendly and there's a respect there, I think it's OK. But when it gets off into some other stuff, man, it's just like, come on, guy. Yeah. This is not what we do, what we do. Yeah. And yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's about the music. We hope it to be. Well, look, man, the new project is Love is a New Black. I can't wait for people to hear it and I can't wait to put it on repeat. I appreciate you, man, all the time. You know, I'm here if you ever need me. And uh, I know the same uh, coming from you. Absolutely. Good to see you, man. Uh, Good to see you today. 
Another big thanks to my man, Anthony Hamilton. His new album, Love is the New Black, is out right now. One Hundred is produced by Ed Gordon Media and distributed by iHeartMedia. Carol Johnson Green and Cherie Weldon are our bookers. Our editor is Lance Patton. Gerald Albright composed and performed our theme. Please join me on Twitter and Instagram at Ed L. Gordon and on Facebook at Ed Gordon Media. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.